Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey, Jake. Yes, sir. Did you know it is our anniversary month? How long have we been married? (laughs) No, the show. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I did know The that, show's actually. anniversary. We are turning six years old, and to celebrate that- We're going to first grade. We're <laughs> close. We're giving a discount on our Patreon. If you join the year-long subscription to the Patreon, you can get 15% off during the month of May. You can find out everything about our Patreon at patreon.com slash thecritshow, but all tiers for the month of May are 15% off when you sign up for the annual membership. Is that as exciting as first grade? You know, now that I'm kind of remembering back to first grade, that's far better than first grade. Hey, everybody. We hope you are enjoying our D&D one-shot. Uh, just a reminder that next week starts our series of one-page RPGs, uh, each one led by a different member of the cast. So join us for that. Um, I do have a favor to ask of you. Since we have joined the Fable and Folly Network, we have learned a lot, and uh, we have gotten a lot of benefit from being a part of them. Sean and Russ have been great in helping us grow. Uh, they have set up a survey, and it's over at fableandfolly.com survey. And if you could head over there, this address will be in the show notes. If you could head over there and fill that out, it is a listener survey uh, that they are using to compile information for all the shows on their network. So it also gives you the opportunity to tag other shows on Fable and Folly that you might listen to. So again, that is fableandfolly.com slash survey. Uh, it'll only take a few minutes if you could head over there and fill that out. That would be a great benefit to us uh, as we move forward. Uh, and I think with that, it's time to get to the episode. The four of you are inside of Noak's encampment. You have just destroyed the bed dragon, which has shattered to the ground in pieces of wood and brass and bedsheets. Noak has let out a cry of frustration. Kim, it is still your turn. What are you doing? All right. I'm going to use my movement, which I believe is halved uh, due to getting hit by that ice spell. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, so I'm just going to move as much as I can towards the tower. And I'm going to feed myself another potion of greater healing. What do you get from that? Uh, So I'm up 15 hit points. All right. Stan? I am also running up for the door. I think I can get pretty far here, and I am going to take a potion as well. Okay. Are you getting out onto the bridge to take your potion in front of the burning door, or are you stopping inside of the building? I think... Stopping inside of the building. I got to assess the situation. All right. Oh, that almost topped me off. I'm one point under. Nice. Astrid, give me a D6 for your fire damage on that door. Five. As you've stood here for this last six seconds, this fire is very hungry. It has eaten away the entirety of the door. And it is your turn. I step through. You step inside and it leads you into 
what looks like a living room inside of a large tower. Uh, you are in a room that is a half circle. It's got tables all along the walls that seem to have various vials and potions. A lot of places where someone has been working on things, experimenting. Uh, and there is a door directly in front of you on the wall that's kind of in the middle of this half circle. Can I look at the potions and vials? Do I recognize any of them? Yeah, you don't see anything on here that looks of use. It's just a, a lot of different alchemy kits and tests and funguses growing and things like that. I want to smash them. I don't know what they are or what he's been doing with it, but I don't want him to be able to use them against us if he tries to. So Okay, how much time do you want to spend doing this? Uh, yeah, as far as my movement will take me, I will take off one of the tables in the corner. Okay, capo. Uh, I'm going to move, dash, and pop a greater healing potion just to cover as much ground as possible and get healed up a little here. Okay. Damn, that was a good fucking roll on that potion. Two fours, two threes. So 18 points total. Patience. I'm going to move as far as I can, hopefully across that bridge and into that larger tower. And then I want to take the dash action to move towards that door. Okay. Is it locked? Yes. So I can't do anything about that right now, but I am still raging, but I only maintain that rage if I am attacking a hostile creature or if I take damage. So for my bonus action, I'm going to frenzy smack myself across the face for two points of damage. Nice. Stan. Uh, I am getting as far as I can as well towards this door that Patience is at. Uh, and I guess punch at the door. <laughs> All right. Roll to hit. 25. That hits. <laughs> and seven points of damage. Okay. I am not going to spend my key and flurry this door, I don't think. Fair. <laughs> Astrid. I'll just come set this one on fire too. <laughs> All right. 25. That hits. Roll your damage. Three points. All right, so you uh, cast Firebolt on the door, and it catches on fire. And again, at the beginning of the next round, if it's still there, uh, it will take a D6 of fire damage as it is burning. Capo. I'm going to watch. I can do a maximum of one damage with an unarmed strike, and I don't think a rapier <laughs> is going to help the door. So uh, I will play a tune to give Patience uh, Bardic Inspiration. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. How long does that last for? 10 minutes. You can add a D6 to something, whatever you want. Great. After the roll, but before knowing the outcome. Cool, cool, cool. Capo, Stan, and Patience, uh, give me a constitution saving throw. Oh. Neat. 21. 18. 6. <laughs> this damage is insulting. <laughs> Capo, you take two points of damage. Oh, Damn. And are knocked back 10 feet. Whoa. Patience and Stan take one point of damage as the door explodes open and a wave of thunder and lightning pours through the door, seeming to affect you almost not at all. Uh, and on the other side of the door, you see Noke. Oh, well, thanks for opening the door there for us, buddy. I'll kill you. Maybe. Oh, thank you for the vote of confidence. That's all I've been looking for. Someone to believe in me. Yeah, that's true. Here, you can have my wand. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, and now that you can see him, he is holding that wand of polymorph. And does anyone have Arcana? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, go ahead and roll it. Nine. Ten. All right, you look at this wand of polymorph, and it has this huge stone rune around the base of it. Like, it has been added to this wand, and you can see that cracks in the wand have appeared, and they're just pulsing with energy. Uh, it seems out of place. It seems bulbous but it is attached to the end of this wand of true polymorph. You describe that to me again. Uh, it's the wand, and then it's got like a like a metal donut with 
runes carved on it at the base. Seems like that's not an original part of the design. You know that this is a an unusual wand. You don't know if that's why it's unusual or if it was unusual before that edition. Patience. I'm going to run up to Noak and try to hit him with my great axe. All right. 20 to hit. That hits. Eight points of damage, but I'm going to frenzy attack again. Okay. Uh, going to use that inspiration that I got from Capo. 13. Uh, that does not hit. Damn it. Stan. Well, I better run up on him and give him a punchy punch. Oh, man, roll it. Okay. Ooh, 15. That hits. Oh, all right. Five points of damage. And hey, let's go ahead and spin this last key. Uh, 21. That hits. And that's seven more damage. And could you please give me a dex saving throw? 15. Okay, I'm going to try swing number two. Nat 20. Nice. Nice. Yes. Uh, that is 10 damage. And please give me one more reflex. 11. All right. He falls prone. Astrid. Uh, I'm going to move up into the room next to him. And while I'm right up next to him, uh, I am going to cast Poison Spray. So you extend your hand toward a creature you can see within range and project a puff of noxious gas from your palm. The creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 1d12 poison damage. 14. That saves. Okay. But he smells so bad now. Got him. Noxious. Capo, uh, give me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, with advantage. Oh, because you're... Because we're fighting. Seven. No, that doesn't work. Uh, okay, so I I say, uh, look, I know that we all respect your magical prowess, and we'd all be happier just talking about this, so why don't we all just put the weapons and the wands away and have a nice, calm conversation? Uh, and he is charmed, which means he regards me as a friendly acquaintance. Uh for an hour or until me or my companions do something harmful to him. What exactly is it that you want to talk about? Well, for starters, that wand is just so, it's so unique, isn't it? It's such a powerful item. Yes. Yes, it's, and it looks interesting. What's, what's different about that? It seems different from other wands I've seen. I think roll persuasion. Okay. Uh, 22. Oh, yes, it is different. I have made it better. Is it something to do with the donut? Yes. The magic donut. The magic rune nut. We should workshop that name. Are we married to that? Yes. What's it do? It gives the wand extra life, extra energy. I can do way more in a day than my predecessor could. But it seems like maybe it's taking a toll on it. Oh, nonsense. I mean, it looks like it's literally cracking apart. That's just it. It's pulsating and throbbing. It's now- strong like bull. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with this man. Look, you're a skilled magic practitioner and i know you've got the acumen to know that this is dangerous this can't last if you wear it out if you burn it out then you'll never have another chance but if you calm down take it back a notch let us help you then maybe we can make this power last forever nook is this a deception i mean i definitely don't intend to help him become powerful forever yeah, yeah I think so, it's a deception. so rule deception okay is this also with advantage? I don't remember what's it with advantage when he's charmed. The charmer has advantage on any ability check to interact socially with the creature. So I would say yes. 14. You lie to me. You want to take it from me. Everyone wants to take it from me. I shrug and try to stab him with a rapier, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll it. <laughs> oh, well, I did my best. I charmed as well as I can charm. 16. That hits. <laughs> Uh, six piercing damage. Uh, patience, give me 
a wisdom saving throw. Oh, whoopsie. You got this. Don't feel like I'm going to be good at this. No, you got it. (laughs) I'm sure it's fine. 16? Noak points the wand of true polymorph at you, patience, and a charge flies out of it past you. And at the same time, the runes around it glow and the cracks running up the wand pulse with this energy and you see the energy engulf him. And the transformation that takes place before all of your eyes is horrendous. He seems to melt and shift and flux and he becomes a mound of flesh covered with gibbering mouths and eyes and it just starts to chatter incessantly. Everybody give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh. 15? 20. 10. 3. <laughs> uh, so you all pass except for Astrid. Astrid, all of these mouths talking at the same time sounds like madness. It is just gibbering. And it seems that you are not in your right mind from the effect of this. And so you will not be able to take a turn on your turn. But we're going to roll a random die on your turn to see what you do. Cool. Uh, why doesn't everybody give me a new initiative since we kind of broke out and had some conversation there for a little while? Okay. That was one of my questions is, did my rage drop? Yeah. Well, I think while Jake was trying to charm him and talk to him. absolutely. Oh. Unless you were still slapping yourself. I should have. 13. A 22 yet again. 20. Six. Patience. Is the creature formerly known as Noke still prone on the floor? Not really. Because it is just a pile of flesh and mouths and good, 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 good. Yeah. yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to elaborate on that any further. I'm sorry, I asked. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I retract the question. Um, sadly, I am all out of rages, but I'm still gonna hit it, and I'm gonna make this attack reckless. Okay. Uh, but first, give me a strength saving throw. Twenty-two. Oh yeah. What was I? Uh, what was I trying to resist? Around it, in a ten-foot radius. The floor seems to be melting and shifting as the weird out-of-form reality of this thing's mind starts to affect the real world. Mm, We can't have that, so I'm going to hit it with my great axe and make this attack reckless. Okay. 24 to hit. That hits. 16 points of damage. Okay. And I'm going to bonus action drink one of my standard potions of healing. Okay. Uh, So I'm back up to full. Okay. Everybody give me a dexterity saving throw. There we go. 19. There you go. 17. 15. 12. Astrid, half a dozen of these gibbering mouths start to spit acid in all directions. Megan, you are blinded for the next round as some of the acid gets into your eyes. Fair. I'm going to put an embargo on the phrase gibbering (laughs) mouths from now on, please. It's literally what the creature is called. (laughs) The gibbering mouther. Oh, fuck me. Oh, no. (laughs) So I'm sorry. Mouther. Um, Mouther. And also point of order, since uh, I made my attacks reckless, uh, any attacks made against me would be be at advantage for this round. Uh, 18 to hit. Hits. 28 points of damage as a bunch of the mouths latch onto you and start chewing. At least you didn't say gibbering. I didn't. I tried to avoid it. They can't because their mouths are full. That was Gross. four out of five D6s landed on a six. It's true. And uh, give me a strength saving throw. Sure. 21. No problem. You are able to stay upright as all these mouths pull back towards the mound 
Uh, it does not pull you over. It doesn't knock you to the floor. You're painting some real bad word pictures. <laughs> I'm trying to get better at describing the things. It's unfortunate that this is when he's decided started. to really hone in on you're, it. <laughs> you're Stan. choosing now to take that note? <laughs> Stan. Um. Okay, can we see the wand anywhere? Or is the pile atop it? You can see the wand. Okay, I think I'm gonna try to dodge in and grab it. Yeah. Um, give me a sleight of hand. Okay. 11. Yeah. You are actually able to reach in. Uh, it only has a passive perception of 10. Uh, you are able to reach in and snatch it up, and it doesn't seem to to notice and strike out at you. Okay. Uh, so you have this wand in your hand. What are you doing? Is talking free? Yeah. If you give it to me and you give me one minute, I can figure out how to use it. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I'll toss it to him. All right. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we are to Astrid. Uh, I'm going to roll your D8 to see what you do. Yeah. Shit. Megan, roll an attack for me with disadvantage. Uh, a melee attack. Do you, do you have a melee thing in your hand or just roll a punch? <laughs> if not. <laughs> That's a nat one. Oh, but fuck, I re-roll those. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Why now? <laughs> I rolled a 16 and a 19. This is the highest I think I've rolled the, the entire <laughs> And is that with your added? Uh, 17. All right, roll your damage. Three. All right, as you yell about, oh, throw me the wand and I'll attune to it. Astra turns around and stabs you with a dagger, Capo. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, three points of damage uh, as she strikes out wildly, uh, trying to avoid the sounds of the gibbering mouths. That is what I do when I'm not sure what's happening as I just <laughs> swing wildly with a dagger. I strike out with a dagger. <laughs> I just start slashing. <laughs> So anyway, I started slashing. <laughs> Patience. Uh, I have been forgetting to have you all do this. Patience, I need two saving throws from you, a wisdom and a strength. Okay. Wisdom first. 18. Okay. And strength. 22. All right. Nice. So I'm going to attack this thing again, reckless. All right. Two 18s. Uh, so that's a 24 to hit. That hits. 13 points of damage. Okay. And I'm going to bonus action drink my last potion of greater healing. All right. So I'm up 13. Okay. Uh, 17 to hit you. Hits. 23 points of damage. As again, these mouths reach out and bite onto you. Uh, give me a strength saving throw. Really glad I took that potion because I'm at three hit points. <laughs> Natural 20. Excellent. You have no problem staying upright again as these mouths try to pull you in towards the mound of flesh. Stan, uh, I need a wisdom and a strength saving throw from you. Oh, golly. Okay. I'll do wisdom. Okay. 17. You're good. And then strength, you said? Yes. 13. You're good. Oh, thank God. Okay. Now I'm going to hit it. Seven. I assume that doesn't hit. It does not. And I guess I'm, I don't have my flurry anymore, but I can use my bonus action for an extra swing. Okay. So I'll try to get one in at least. 17. That hits. Oh, thank God. Uh, six damage. Astrid, uh, I need a wisdom and a strength saving throw from you. Wisdom's going to be 18. That's good. Strength's going to be an 11. That's good. Uh, I'm going to turn the tables on this thing and hit it with an acid splash. Okay. Uh, you hurl a bubble of acid, choose one creature within range... Target must succeed on a deck saving throw or take 1d6 acid damage. It does not have uh, 14. Yeah, I think so. That saves. Okay. 
which seems wild to me. Yeah, I was like, this thing can't have great decks. Has this a mi- has a minus is... one. I rolled a fifteen. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I feel like all my Sorry. all of my attacks end with well, never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Capo, give me a strength and a wisdom saving throw. Nice. Uh, nineteen strength and eighteen wisdom. Yeah, you are fine. The physical and mental effects on reality here. Got nothing on Capo. Hell yeah. Uh, I am going to uh, duck around behind Patience and back through the door to sequester myself for a minute, uh, and I'm going to cast Identify uh, to spend a minute learning all of the properties of this wand, how it works, if it needs to be attuned to. All right, so Capo will be back in 10 rounds. Yeah, I assume he'll be dead before then, but... Someone will be. Patience, give me a strength and a wisdom saving throw. Sure, sure, sure. Wisdom first. Just lie. 13. That's good. Okay. Strength. 14. You're good. Okay. I have three hit points left. I'm going to go down doing what I've loved most in this world, which is hitting (laughs) things with my great axe. Fair. Reckless. Obvious. Yeah, of course. There we go. That's a natural 20. Excellent. Um, 26 points of damage. Nice. That's it for me. Oh, for God's sake. Extras? You need extras? I don't. I have just enough. Oh, no. Is this me? His his hands can barely contain the amount of fucking D6s that are in his palm right now. Since you both, Stan and Patience, had hit it last round, I thought, well, I won't have it instantly attack Patience. I'll roll a D20, and Stan will be uh, odds, and Patience will be even. And I rolled an even, and then I rolled a natural 20 with the advantage that I have. Oh, my God. All ones, all ones. Oh my, oh my god. god, boy! Jesus, what's your what's your HP total? Let's wait. Let's wait. <laughs> okay, let's have a sense of decorum. drama about this. Here. Don't forget that little twofer by the pencil. Oh, thank you. Forty-two points of damage. Oh my god! All right, so my hit point maximum is forty-one. Uh huh. I oh. have three hit points, <laughs> so I just barely don't instantly die. But I do go unconscious. 44 was the magic number you were trying to hit in order to kill me, Rev. There's actually a little smile on Patience's face, even though I'm unconscious. (laughs) I always knew it would end this way. Stan, give me a strength and a wisdom saving throw. Okay. 16 for wisdom. You're good. 17 for strength. You're good. All right, now I'm going to take a swing. You know what? I haven't pulled it out for a little while because I hadn't thought about it, but it's quarter staff time. I'm not messing around now. Nat 20. Nice. Nice. Yes. 12 damage. As you strike the staff down onto the gibbering mouther, all of the mouths in different harmonies, different frequencies let out screams, and the whole thing melts to the ground, sluicing through the floorboards. Uh, We're going to stay in initiative order for the moment. Uh, because we've got someone in death saving throws. Next is Astrid. I go over to Patience and I feed her a greater healing potion. Okay, roll it. Uh, you heal for 14. Thank you. Uh, so Patience, you are back in the world of the living when we are out of initiative order. What's everybody doing? I'm bearing down for another 54 seconds to identify this thing. Okay. I think I'm looking around. I think in particular I want to go to the door for the uh, you know the bridge across to the last tower and see if there's any other threat yeah you head over into that other room and there's a space where a bed used to be and then the exploded ceiling uh, and there's a nightstand and a rug and a couple of torches this seems like it must have been the bedroom okay yeah guys i think uh 
think we're okay. I'm picking myself up off of the ground and looking at Astrid and looking at this corpse that was Noak. Hey, Astrid, did I kill it? I can't really see right now, <laughs> but it sounded like it. I just, Hell I kind of yeah. got some sight back. I saw you on the ground and you didn't look great. So I poured this in your mouth. Okay, good. But good. Pro- probably, probably yes. Excellent. Capo, after another 54 seconds, you are able to identify this. Uh, and it is a wand of true polymorph and you can attune to it. In fact, it seems like literally anyone can attune to it, which should not be the case. Huh. What's it take to attune to it? How does attunement work? I don't know. So it will take an hour to attune to it, uh, but you see that there are three charges in it at current. And the donut, can that just be, like, removed? Or, like, I mean, am I going to turn into a mouth pile if I try to use this thing? I don't think you know. Uh, All right, well, I'll hold on to it. So is there anything else we need to do before we take this back to uh, Shine Bright? That's it, right? We did it? Yeah, I think so. Because I have a feeling that if any of us tries to use this thing, we might also become that nasty pile. Yeah, all right. Well, let's maybe not do that then. But hey, good hustle, everybody. Real good hustle. So how are you all getting back to Turnpike? Might as well go over the wall. That's the path we took to get here, and we know that it worked. Yeah, agreed. All right, so the four of you head back to the wall and make your way back over and back to the town of Turnpike. We find you all the next morning. Pretty rough for wear. I imagine that you moved all throughout the night because after you got about 100 yards outside of the camp, you started to hear the sound of an alarm being raised, saw fires in the distance, and so you didn't feel comfortable camping for the night. But you do get back to the camp of the power cords, uh, and Shine Bright is still there. Uh, he is he is safe. He has not been eaten. I'll kind of like hold up the wand and be like, I get it, but like I'm pretty sure that if I tried to use this, the the last guy turned into a mush pile. Uh, it seems very unstable. So like, is there a way to safely turn you back without this thing fucking me right up? Bah, once for yes and twice for no. That's three. That's neither. Uh, I feel neither like that's option. an I don't know. Meh. Yeah. That was one for a yes. Okay, I understand. Well, I guess I'm just going to do this then. Is there maybe anybody within the power courts who might be well-versed in magic who could take a look at it and give us a better idea? Yeah, you're looking at him. It's me. I'm the magic guy in this. Like, isn't that sad? Like, <laughs> I'm the magic man in this fucking group, and I don't have any better ideas. So. Cool, then try it. Yeah, I'm going to try to. Is it to... possible to inspire yourself? <laughs> I'm sure fucking trying it not, never seems to work. Yeah, not not the way I'm feeling about this one. <laughs> I'm gonna try and polymorph him back. All right, Capo, here's what I need. I need an intelligence, an arcana check, specifically with a DC 17. That's so high. It is. <laughs> Nat 20. Oh, yes! my God. oh my God. Yes. The charge leaps out of this wand and hits Shine Bright. And he is returned to his normal form. And he stretches. Oh, oh, that's nice. Oh, I've been walking around on all fours for years now. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> <laughs> well, thank you so much for all you have done. May I, uh, may I have that? I'm not going to, like, turn it on you or anything. It's just very dangerous. Look at it. It's pulsing with energy. D- Wait, hold on. Does that seem true? Now I'm, now I'm scared that he is going to turn it on me. Does it seem like he's being honest? Uh, it does. Okay. I, I was legitimate. Those three bars. I had no idea what that the rune nut on the back does. 
but you know what it's called. <laughs> it may have been an early design. I never <laughs> finished it. I was transformed into a sheep before I finished it, and it's clear that Noke finished the rune nut. I'll yes, I'll give him the wand. Look at this thing. It's, it's pulsing with energy. It's kind of frightening. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I didn't have a lot of faith that he'd pull that off, but I'm glad it happened. I didn't either. Oh, good. And the camera pans out as the four of you stand with Shinebright, who reaches into one of his pockets and starts handing out handfuls of gold from a pouch. And that is The Wild Sheep Chase by R.M. Jansen Parks, which you can find at winghornmedia.com. First, congratulations, everybody. Yay! Yay. Did not think we were going to make it. No, it seemed real dire a few times. <laughs> you all lived and no one got turned into a gibbering mouther. Well, I mean, none of you. Yes, fair. Uh, because a little spoiler here behind the curtain, the modified wand of true polymorph requires a DC 17 arcana check when it is used. If you do not succeed by five or more, it turns you into a gibbering mouther. If you succeed... The difficulty number for it to be used goes up by one the next oh. time you try to use it. Oh, no. Oh, no. So how do you all feel? It's been, I know for some of us, a very long time since we have played something that required, like, a map and counting spaces. It's a much different experience in this audio medium. Yeah, I just have forgotten how to keep track of any of this. I didn't use half of the skills I have because I'm too focused on trying to pace out the narrative. And yeah, it's just a whole different kind of game to sort of mentally keep track of yeah definitely and playing a character that like other people picked for me was very interesting i have never played a warlock before um it was it was very new to be you know limited to the two spell slots and kind of having to rely on cantrips and uh playing with the map and and back in 5e is was really great it, it's it took me back to you know my regular gaming group that we played like every Sunday for like two years yeah. uh, and you know I miss I miss some of that a lot um, it was it was nice to kind of dip back into that yeah I've played a lot of D&D but I've never played a barbarian before I fucking loved it it was great loved every moment for what it's worth um, you all do level up <laughs> oh, go- oh cool awesome. oh, now we're level five and we can do a bunch of extra cool shit <laughs> now all of my cantrips and spells do an extra <laughs> dice damage I will never as long as I live forgive myself for just entirely forgetting that I can catch and throw projectiles <laughs> back at somebody when they were throwing the dice when at you when they were throwing <laughs> dice at me I was so offended <laughs> by getting hit with the dice that it didn't even occur to me I will never forget the roar of laughter when it was announced that you were playing a human raised by humans. (laughs) I was editing that the other day and it made me like I had to take a break. I was laughing so much again. Uh, So thank you to everyone who took the time to vote on what everyone would be playing at the table. Just a reminder that the July 28th episode will be our season three Q and a. So make sure you send us your questions about season three. Uh, You can send those to us at the cast at the crit show podcast.com or through the website uh, on the submission form. And at the end of the Q&A on the 28th, there will also be a little teaser for the start of season four. Uh, With that, we will see you all next week, where for the next four weeks, we'll be doing a one-page RPG each week led by someone different at the table. So we will see you next week.
The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. When Kilmer accepted the job of smuggling escaped heiress Samantha Trapp across the galaxy, she expected the job to be over and done with quickly. But now they're stuck with each other and they have a job to do. Think of Automnicon as a sort of student loan company. You take a loan from them, and then they own you until you've paid it off with interest. So all I have to do is pay off my debt? Fine, I can do that. How much do I owe? 900,027 credits and counting. You're stuck here with me to work it off. We Fix Space Junk is a sci-fi sitcom from Battlebird Productions featuring Travelling by Cryo. Don't worry if you feel like you're drowning. That's perfectly normal. Wait, what? Aliens from across the galaxy. Greetings, visitors. Is that popcorn? Hello, Your Excellency. AIs. Dad, how do I do air? You're already doing it automatically. Calm down. And, of course, thrilling and exciting missions in outer space. Hello, valued employees. Here are the details for your next exciting mission. You will be repairing a device redacted in or at the location redacted we fix space junk is available on apple podcasts google play spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts subscribe consume integrate indoctrinate assimilate degenerate Watch your body decay into a faceless husk as your mind floats aimlessly in space. Register your interest with Automicon.